This teaching is brought to you by Christian Family Church International. Well, good evening, everybody. Once again, great to be with you in your homes. Great to be with you if you're watching on your phone, in your car, coming through our communion drive through service tonight. It's great to be with you. You know, family, we've had an amazing month of prayer. It's really just been awesome, the time we've had in prayer, learning about prayer. We've learned how to pray effectively. We've learned all the different kinds of prayer that we've been doing over this period. Hasn't it been awesome? I trust that you've learned so much. We've covered things like the Lord's Prayer, the Tabernacle Prayer, the Jabez Prayer, the Prayer of Moses. Today, we finished off our service this morning with the Prayer of the Sheep, which was just so awesome. So it's been a great month that we've been doing this. And we started this month with... uh, with doing 21 days of prayer. And so tonight, we are ending our 21 days of prayer, and for some of you, fasting as well. I want to say well done to those of you that have been fasting through this period. That is awesome. And we're going to end it off with a communion service. And why are we doing that, family? We are doing that because we are showing the Lord our gratitude for all He has done. You know, when we partake of communion, We are thinking about the good things He has done. We're bringing to remembrance how good God has been for us. And I'd like you to just take a moment right now just to think about the good things God has done. Think about it. Think about what He's blessed you with, what He's brought you through. I know it's maybe been a, a real tough time for the last six months for you, but you know what? You are here today, and God has been good to you. Now, if I think of the things He's done for me, I'm grateful He's he's kept us safe. He's blessed our family. He's provided me with food. There's been a roof over my head. I'm grateful for those things. The Lord has been good to us. But most of all, I'm so grateful for my salvation. I'm grateful that He paid the price. And so I want us to take a moment and think about communion. Think about it. What does it mean for you? What is communion about for you? Are we just going to eat some bread and drink some grape juice tonight? Is that what we are going to be doing? Absolutely not. Most definitely not. It's far more than that. You see, for us, firstly, communion is a covenant act. It's a covenant act. It's a reminder to us of the amazing covenant that we are in with God. You see, when God entered into a covenant with you and I, He was all in. He was 100% committed to you, and He wants us to be 100% committed to Him. That's what He wants. That's what covenant means. It's not 50%, 50%. It's 100% commitment from both parties. And you and I know that God is fully committed in this covenant. And he demonstrated that to us, obviously, by what he did on the cross. It's a reminder then of the price that was paid so that we could have an amazing relationship with God. You see, he paid that price so we could enter into that relationship. He did that for us. That we could also walk in complete health and fullness of life. It's God's plan that there's nothing missing, nothing broken. That's the covenant relationship. And so that's what we are doing. We are thinking about those things tonight. We are grateful to God for what He's done. And so I want you to ponder on that. To continually be reminded of the goodness of God. And so tonight we're going to have a look at a few verses And we're going to start reading in 1 Corinthians. So if you've got your Bibles, you can go to 1 Corinthians. We're going to read uh, chapter 11 from verses 23 to 26. That's what we're going to be doing. And we're going to go through it just step by step and take some time to think what took place. So are you ready? You've got your Bibles? We're going to go to the first one. So here we see in verse 23, it says, For I received from the Lord... 
that which I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus, on the same night in which he was betrayed, he took bread. Next verse. It said this, and when he had given thanks, he broke it. He broke it. And so I want to demonstrate that to you tonight. I want to take this bread right here. And he took the bread and he broke it. You see, what does that symbolize? So let's read here. It says, he took the bread and he broke it and said, take, eat. This is my body, which is broken for you. Let that just sink in a bit there, family. His body was broken for you. Not for himself, for you. I like to refer to that as the great exchange. What was the exchange? His body, he took the brokenness on him so that you and I could have a whole body healed, healthy. Isn't that amazing? He did that for you and I. It was broken for you. I love just to ponder on those words. Those words. Thank you, Lord. Your body was broken for me. It was broken for you, family. He wants you to have fullness. That's part of the covenant relationship. It was broken for you. And then he goes on to say, do this in remembrance of me. So when we partake of this communion, we are reminded of the price that was paid. We are reminded of the body that was broken so that ours doesn't have to be. Isn't that wonderful? Let's go to the next verse. It says this, in the same manner, he also took the cup after supper, saying, this cup is the new covenant. Think about that. It's a new covenant. It's not an old covenant. It's not like the covenant of old in the Old Testament. In the new covenant, we no longer have to go through a high priest, or we no longer have to be, be directed through the king or the prophet. Yeah, the new covenant allows you and I to enter into a personal relationship without God. Isn't that amazing? That veil has been broken. We have a brand new covenant in my blood. That's what Jesus said. So what did the blood do for us? The blood was the very thing that washed away our sins. There's nothing more that's between you and God. Your sins have been paid for. So that's what the new covenant did for us. It brought us into a personal relationship with our God. I love that. I love just to ponder on that. In our times of prayer, we don't have to be concerned. Hey, God, are you far off? He says, no, I'm right here. The price has been paid. The blood has been shed for you. A new covenant exists. Think about that, family. That's what we have. It's this new covenant in my blood. He goes on to say, um, this do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. Once again, We've seen two consecutive verses. He wants us to remember. You know, the busyness of life, we're all involved in it. It's so easy to get caught up with things that we forget the main thing, which is Jesus, which is that relationship. So yeah, God is saying, you can do this as often as you want to in remembrance of me. So you can partake of communion every day if you would like to, once a week if you'd like to, once a month, as often as you'd like to do it, you can do this in remembrance of him. Let's look at the next verse. Verse 26 says, For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, so as often as you do it, how often is that? As often as you would like to. As often as you uh, eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaiming the Lord's death till he comes. Now that is so significant. Think about that. He's saying this, that he's coming back. 
Isn't that amazing? Right here, he says, do it. When you do this, you're proclaiming the Lord's death until he comes. Family, he's just told us that he's coming back for us. Isn't that amazing? I love that. That so encourages me that every time I partake in communion, every time I partake in the bread or the grape juice, I am remembering the price that he's paid. I'm remembering what Jesus has done for me. I'm also reminded that he's not staying away. He's coming back. What an amazing God we serve, a God of love. So I want you to just take a moment. Before we pray, before we partake, I want you just to think of the goodness of God. What has it meant for you? Think of the day that you gave your heart to Jesus. You entered into this covenant relationship. A price has been paid. You can know for sure, friend, that heaven is your home. You have a loving God that's there waiting for you. All because Jesus went to the cross for you and I. His body was broken. His blood was shed so that you and I could enjoy fullness of life, walk in complete health, and know that we have a personal relationship with Him. Isn't that awesome? So tonight we're going to do that. Are you ready at home or wherever you are? Have you got your communion elements there? Have you got the biscuit or the grape juice? If you've got it, we're going to partake now. But I really want you to think about that. But before we do, I want to pray one prayer first, and then we're going to partake of the bread and the grape juice. Let me pray for you. Won't you bow your heads in your home or wherever you are? Let me just pray this prayer. Father, we come to you tonight and we ask you, dear Lord, please forgive us for every single sin, for any way that we have perhaps not pleased you in our actions or our thoughts, anything that we have done that has been wrong, Lord, we ask you to forgive us so that as we partake of this meal, there's nothing that hinders us as we go forward with this. So we thank you for our forgiveness right now in Jesus' wonderful name. Praise the Lord. So friend, wherever you are now, I want you to take the bread. We're going to start with the bread. We're going to take it now. Take the bread if it's a little wafer, whatever you've got. And I'd like you to break it before you partake. Why? Because you are now remembering the price that has been paid. You are remembering the body that was broken for you so that you, don't have to have those ailments that you can walk in fullness of life. So won't you do that with me this evening? Let's take your bread. Let's take your wafer, whatever it is, and just break it now. Break a piece. Hold it in your hand. And I'm going to pray for you, and then we're going to partake. Are you ready? Let's do that. Wonderful Father, we just want to thank you. We are truly so grateful for the price that was paid for us, that we can come to you knowing that you are the healer today, that our bodies don't have to be broken. The great exchange has taken place. And so we hold this bread as symbolic of the broken body. And just as the Lord did, we take it, we give you thanks for it right now. And we ask, Lord God, that you would completely keep us whole and strong and healthy. In Jesus' wonderful name, amen. Let's partake of the bread. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Don't rush through it, family. Just think it through. It's a covenant act tonight. This is a covenant reminder of what Jesus has done for us. Amen. Praise God. Well, let's take the cup of grape juice, whatever you have at home there. Hold it in your hand. And once again, don't rush through it. Think of the blood. The Bible says there's power in the blood. The Bible tells us that his blood was shed so that your sins 
were completely paid for. They're not covered like they were in the Old Testament. They are washed away completely. Isn't that amazing to think that when you give your heart to Jesus, that because of the blood, you have a brand new beginning. The Bible says old things have passed away. Behold, all things are new. And that's what he did for us. You have a brand new beginning, friend. No matter what you've done, no matter the the things that you were ashamed of, it's been paid for. It's behind you. It's under the blood. It's been paid for. Amen. So think about that. Wherever you are now, whatever challenge you've been through, you can thank God that your past is your past and you have a brand new future ahead of you. Because of the blood of Jesus, your sins are washed away. Think about that for a moment before we pray and partake. Just let that sink in. Thank you, Father. I'm so grateful. I'm grateful for your love. I'm grateful for your mercy. I'm grateful for the fact that you would go to the cross. You loved us that much that you would pay that price, that the blood of our Lord Jesus would be shed so that we could have a personal relationship with you. Nothing hindering us. I'm truly grateful. Hold the cup. Let's pray. And let's partake. Father, we thank you so much for this cup that represents the blood of our Lord Jesus. We thank you that you were willing to send your son to the cross for us because of your amazing love for us. And that his blood was was poured out for us so that we could come into this amazing relationship. That our sins are completely dealt with. Father, we thank you for that. I'm so grateful for that. Thank you, Lord. As we partake, we remember that. In Jesus' name, let's partake. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Just raise your hands where you are at home. If you're out in the car park with us on this communion service, just for a moment, if you can, just raise your hand. And just thank Him for His goodness. Thank Him for His mercy. Show Him your gratitude. He is an amazing, loving Father. Praise God. Praise God. Now, family, what we've done tonight, I want to encourage you to do regularly. Keep some grape juice at home. Keep some little uh, wafers at home. As long as it's unleavened, just keep that. And maybe once a week, at least once a month, sit with your family. Partake in this. Teach your children. Show them what Jesus has done for us. Break the bread, explain it to them. Drink of the juice, explain it to them that they can know that that's the price that was paid. It's an amazing thing to do communion together as a family. At our home, we keep some grape juice. We keep some little uh, wafer biscuits there so that it's ready for us to, to do communion at any time. And I want to encourage you to do that. Amen. Praise the Lord. I trust that's been a blessing to you. I believe the peace of God is in your home. And uh, I just want to pray a blessing over you before we conclude this service. So this is my blessing over all of you. Father, I pray that there is peace in everyone's home. There's health in their bodies and provision in their life. And I thank you for that mighty God. Now, dear friend, those of you that are, uh, are sitting at home and you've seen us do this communion service and you're saying to yourself, but I don't know Jesus. I don't know him as my Lord and Savior. Well, friend, this is a great day for you because today I want to introduce you to Jesus. I want to give you an opportunity to invite him into your heart. The Bible says in the book of Romans that if you will confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. Isn't that a great promise? 
And so tonight I want to do that. And then once you've prayed that prayer, this communion will just mean so much more to you as you do that. So wherever you are right now, if you've never invited Jesus into your heart, please give me the privilege of praying that prayer with you. Or perhaps you once served God and you're looking back at your life and you're saying, you know, Pastor, my relationship with Him is not the way it used to be. I've grown cold in my walk with God. Well, friend, if you'll allow me to pray this prayer with you, you can come back into that amazing relationship that you once had. And then my third invitation is to anybody that's listening to this and in your heart, you're pondering, you're wondering, you know, what would happen when I die? Will I make it to heaven or won't I? Now, friend, you don't want that answer, that question unanswered. You want to know for sure that heaven is your home. So if you will allow me to pray this prayer with you, you can know for sure that you're in a right relationship with God. So before I pray, you want to come to Jesus for the first time, come back to Him and renew that relationship, or know for sure that heaven is your home. If that's you, just raise your hand in your home, or if you're watching, uh, perhaps at your place of work or in your car, just simply raise your hand as a sign to say, I'm inviting you, Jesus, into my heart. Wonderful. Now, friend, pray this prayer out aloud with me. Say this with me this evening. Say this, dear Heavenly Father, I come to you tonight just as I am. Please forgive me, Lord, for every sin. Please forgive me for the wrong things I've done, said, or the way I've behaved. And tonight I choose to forgive everyone who has hurt me or offended me. I choose to forgive them. I thank you, Father, that you have forgiven me. And right now, I am part of your loving family. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Well, welcome to the family of God. We are so proud of you. What a great decision you've made. Now, friend, for those of you that prayed that prayer, would you do something for us? Won't you please send us an SMS to 4991 with the word saved. 4991, the word saved. If you will send that to us, we will know that you've prayed that prayer. We will continue to pray with you. And if you'd love us to, we'll contact you and just chat to you about the decision that you've made. Or you can go onto our website and just fill out the connect card information on there. Tell us you gave your heart to Jesus so that we can just reach out to you and help you with some next steps. So on our website is a video, which is the next steps, which is going to tell you more about this decision. So won't you go there and watch it? That's the Christian Family Church website. And look out for the next steps. And that'll show you everything and help you with your next steps. Amen? That's wonderful. Well, family, it's always great being with you. It's wonderful to spend this time with you. Remember to join us every morning at 8 a.m. for prayer. We do that on our Facebook platform. So do that. That'll be great. And then once again, we'll be alive next weekend at 8.30 Sunday morning and 5 p.m. Sunday night. But we love you. Have a wonderful weekend. God bless you. Thank you for joining us during this episode of Living Life with Dr. Theo and Bev Volmerantz. We hope that through this inspired teaching, you had an encounter with God. If you enjoy the teaching ministry of Apostle Theo and Dr. Bev Volmerantz and would like to enjoy more resources, we hope you will visit our website at www.christianfamilychurch.co.za or for our American listeners, www.christianfamilychurchsa.com.